It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. That's not on me, man. It's not my fault you don't pay attention. You want to try this again? This is what you wait on right here. When, when the finger points. Oh, yeah, that's the way we've always done it. Quitting time on your Tuesday, 501 here on Fan Run Radio. We begin with the top five at five. It's brought to you this afternoon by Crowd Cleaners. Tucker, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, the Tennessee Titans have fired head coach Mike Vrabel after six seasons. Vrabel was named NFL Coach of the Year at the conclusion of the 2021 season, but did go 6-18 and in his last 24 games as head coach of the Titans, 1-9 against AFC South opponents. Rand Carthon speaking to the media right now, actually. Well, uh, Tucker will get us some highlights from that, I'm sure. Mike Vrabel. We're going to hate him now, especially if he goes to the Patriots. That's what – that's the the real tragedy is, like, I'd grown to like it. Ohio State got – never liked him with the Patriots. He's mm-hmm. an Ohio State guy. We beat him in the 95 Citrus Bowl. I remember him playing there. And he had worn his way into our hearts, and I'd become a big Mike Vrabel guy. He was my guy. Now he's going to go coach the Patriots. I'm going to hate him again. Very similar to what uh, I think we all hope that Will Levis is able to do by yes. getting us to a Super Bowl. Be nice. At number two, Tennessee has done some work at the transfer portal today. The Vols have landed Temple defensive back transfer Jalen McMurray. He recorded 24 tackles and four passes defended for the Owls this season. And McMurray will have two years of eligibility here at Tennessee. I heard earlier that uh, I got a communication that apparently the Temple DB was a little bit smaller than they thought yeah. when he got on campus. Size and th- is and everything. Then, and then he became a take because he just wants to compete in the SEC. He didn't pound the table for dollars. Like How small are so we, are we talking are about? Inky Johnson small or Devontae Smith? Apparently he's 5'10", five, five, 170. Is it Kai Ziegler? That, yeah, sounds, right, that sounds like, like Devontae. That Devontae Smith runs a 4 mm. Well, I guess we keep our eyes on Zay Lance Hurd. Yes. Right now. That, that's the big one. Literally. Yep. That's we, we need him. Mm-hmm. Come on, Zay Lance. Come on, Spire. Drop off the bag. Come on, Glenn Ellerby. Prop a a, a a breath mint in. Raise your hand. Make sure the right guard hasn't taken a left turn and close the deal. Man, it, it sounds like they're trying. That's one thing I will. It, it's all reports. They're they're after him as hard as you can go after somebody. At number three, Steelers star outside linebacker TJ Watt won't be available for Sunday's oh. wild card against the Bills because of a knee injury, according to Mike Tomlin. Tomlin also announced today that Mason Rudolph would start at quarterback for Sunday's playoff game. Steelers have won three straight games since inserting Rudolph as the starter. Yeah, but the Bills need to win that game. They should win that game. They are the better team playing so, uh, at home. Yeah, I mean, no, no be... Watt gives them a huge advantage now. So who would you, uh, if you had to pick between the two, Zach Wilson or Kenny Pickett, who would you take? You had to take one of them. Pickett. 
probably wouldn't be happy about it, but no. I mean, at least Pickett didn't get thrown into the situation as much as Wilson did, I guess, because Wilson was, what, the second overall pick? Pickett was like – just doesn't seem to be capable of making throws that are required to be an NFL quarterback. That is true. He he got those baby hands. Yeah, he's got, like, small hands. Joe Burrow has small hands apparently too. Anyhow, I would just wonder – Pickett's about as big a bust as Wilson. It's a good old-fashioned bust-off, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Gosh darn, it's been a while. At number four, at least five current Saints and several former players defended Jameis Winston on social media after the backup quarterback handed the ball off to running back Jamal Williams to score a touchdown instead of taking a knee. Winston overruled Coach Dennis Allen's orders to take a knee and run out the clock in what eventually became a 48-17 victory over NFC South rival Atlanta Falcons. I did look. That was Jamal Williams' first touchdown of the season. So he scored plenty of touchdowns through the year. What you yeah. got to get? That's a problem. Just who wears the pants in this relationship? Hi, is Dennis Allen the head coach or not? Yeah, it's a. I mean, it. It's a major problem. Yeah, if you're Dennis Allen, you can't allow that to stand, uh-uh. man. Or you either got to fire him, or you got to cut Jamie. Like you got to do something, man. You got to back your coach. I think that's not. It's not a good situation right there. Stunning. I'm, I'm just absolutely flabbergasted. That Ship James without would, a sail. Uh, that Jameis would pull a stunt like this. Not in his makeup, is it? That's no. Not the so Jameis unlike we know. <laughs> Always makes good, rational, uh, reality, fact-based decisions, judgment calls. And finally, at number five, an iPhone remarkably survived a 16,000-foot plunge after being sucked out of the Alaska Airlines flight that lost a door. Pisses me off. Oregon resident Sean Bates said he was taking a stroll when he stumbled on the Apple device, when which one of two cell phones that blew out of the gaping hole on the depressurized Boeing 737 MAX 9 on Friday. Bates wrote on X, found an iPhone on the side of the road, still in airplane mode with half a battery <laughs> and open to a baggage claim for Alaska Airlines ASA-128. He notified the National Transportation Safety Board of his discovery. Wow. Yeah. Now, this is a lot going on. It, that, that's my nightmare, man. Is you're on the plane and part of the plane explodes and the door outward. falls off. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Especially as they got on a terrifying. flight this yeah. weekend. Did but, they get the plane on the ground? Yeah, the plane was on the ground. That they had to make an emergency landing. Obviously, did, wait, did they? Did they land the plane safely on the ground? Yeah, yeah. yeah. could be yes. on the ground yeah. at a million pieces. Apparently. Uh, Someone there was one kid that apparently almost got sucked out. Oh no! But yeah, sucked uh, sucked the shirt right off of him. He just oh sucked his clothes. God, out. yeah. He's sitting there in the, in the seatbelt. Yeah, but like other. Uh, luckily, there was a uh, there was. It sounded from what I read like there was an, an adult male sitting close enough to him just where they could him. grab on, lock on. Oh to my him. god. And the phone survived the plummet, huh? Yeah, the phone That's survived. Crazy. And what's what's That's crazy insane, is because I've knocked mine off my coffee table, <laughs> yeah. and it's never could not get a shred of data off. And of it. this dude is just walking around in his neighborhood. He finds it. You'll you'll see it, if you look at the photo. There's like a, a charger, like a broken charger on there, just like stuck in the bottom of the phone. You know, it yeah, also one reminds of those me of super auto boxes or something on that thing. <laughs> you have to. 
You know, it reminds me of that, that scene from Sopranos where Vito threw his phone out. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he was running. Guy found it. Where's Vito? I don't think you can repeat what he said next. <laughs> no, he threw it under a steamroller, didn't he? Yes. Thank you. Tucker Harlan, that is the top five at five, brought to you this afternoon by Crown Cleaners. Congratulations to Drew Worley. He won the Crown Cleaners annual bowl picks contest. He's going to win a bevy of gift cards, courtesy of our friends over at Crown Cleaners. Get him some uh, pizza, some Vols gear, a couple of other good prizes in there as well. And we appreciate Crown Cleaners for their continued support of all things fan run since the 1960s, providing imperial dry cleaning service to all of Big Orange Country. Check them out over there on Bearden Hill, Kingston Pike, right across from Krispy Kremes. And you can enjoy a fresh, crisp, starched white shirt. Maybe you got a suit that needs to get cleaned up a little bit. Luckily, mine survived Houston's wedding. Don't think I'll be. Did you not see how good I looked when I walked in that place? And they're in. Yeah, I mean we've been on over Saturday. This. Yeah, you look you look sharp there, buddy. I got my stuff, all my stuff done at uh, at Crown. Go to crowdcleaners.com. Locally owned and operated, Crowd Cleaners, a tradition of excellence. As we set up our third and final hour this afternoon here on the drive, and big changes over in Titans Land. Mike Vrabel is out. Who will replace him? Sound the horns, Bear. We're going coach hunting. It's good old-fashioned Tennessee football coaching search. Light the fires! Oh, man. Make you a little bit nostalgic. Just a little bit nostalgic for the crazy uh, winter of 2017? I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. I was I had a little... I was looking forward to today's show. Butterflies. Like, I, yeah, I was sitting there pulling my socks and shoes. I was like, it hit me. I was like, holy crap. We got a coaching search. Memories. All we need is... It's exciting times. Some groomers. Yeah, I love Tennessee. I got a lot of orange blood in my body. You guy's radioactive, dude. He ain't getting a job. Just let the groomers flourish. Yeah, man. Why you Let him exist. Step on. You have everybody, to poo-poo the groomers immediately. Everybody deserves a fifth chance. <laughs> he got got by Dan Snyder. Well, that I mean, there you go. Are we really going to let Dan Snyder, of all people, prevent an American, a hardworking <laughs> American who owns land in Tennessee, have a job? <laughs> Not the kind of country I want to live in. Yeah, I love Tennessee. The man bleeds orange. He's got a lot of orange blood in his body. Now I love Tennessee. I got a lot of orange blood in my body. Here, it's a direct quote. Johnny Majors gave him his start in this business, Bear. He married Cookie. I know she's got another name, but Willie and the boys back in Jeff County called her Cookie growing up. Why? I don't know. Who knows? 865-546-8200, your number to get on the show. Tony Vitello on the show tomorrow. We're going to humdinger tomorrow. Tennessee baseball team will be getting practice rolling here very soon as the first game is like less than 40 days away, about a month. Can't wait. Phil 
leads off this hour. Good afternoon, Phil. What are you doing? What's up, Philly? Y'all going to talk older football all day? Maybe. I mean, it's the topic du jour. The state football team of Tennessee just fired their head coach today, Phil. Yeah, it might come up. Uh, state football team is the University of Tennessee Volunteers. It's not the Oilers. The state professional football team. It's Nashville's team. It's not the state of Tennessee. They're state. called the oh. Tennessee Titans, Phil. Take the base out your mouth. You, you take geography of Tennessee, there's three divisions in the state. Divisions. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is this the afc we got divisions now it's this it's two and a half hours away it's your state capital we're, we're really we're having this argument it's been 25 years phil you guys lost get over it from vanderbilt good lord you think i'm gonna love a team that's t- about a mile or two from vanderbilt phil what do you got today Let's talk about this defensive back they got committed just a little while ago. Is any good? Seems like a depth piece more than anything. Uh, I think you hit already with the guys from MTSU and Oregon State in the portal. I think those were two guys Tennessee prioritized a little more than McMurray. Well, that's not answering my question. Can he play or not? I mean – I'll be honest, Phil. I did not watch a lot of Temple football this season. I I don't mean that to – Railroad your question, but I have no earthly yeah. idea. Evidently, he wants to play at a big stage in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Well, I see where Valquez said he wasn't going to come, and then, what, two days later, he's committed to Tennessee. Is Valquez losing their uh, uh, mojo over there? I, I wondered that at times, but I, I think all this stuff is just so insane now with NIL and – the amount of back and forth that goes on is that nobody. <laughs> yeah, maybe they changed their mind. Maybe they just decided. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. They I mean, didn't they... want him. He wasn't as big as they thought he was. Then they slept on him. Like, I don't know, man. We really need another defensive back. Let's go ahead and just take that kid. I mean, it's take like the whole thing with Lane Kiffin dragging down Tennessee's old players, and then suddenly they're at Louisville as of yesterday. What do y'all think about the uh, now the Judkins left Ole Miss and is going to Ohio State? Do you think Dylan Hayden's on the table for Tennessee? And it would be interesting. That whole thing is kind of uh, weird to me. He he didn't play a lot last year, but towards the end of the year he, he had started playing more and more. And I remember him distinctly. He was making plays in the semifinal game against Georgia. I mean, he looked like he belonged. So. Yeah, he looked good last year, and then this year he'd be lucky to see the carry. If he leaves Ohio State, which you got to think is on the table, mm-hmm. you know, after they bring in this guy, like I, I know we we like the name, and 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 maybe he's a good player. I, I don't know. I haven't seen him play at the at any level, but is he better than Dylan Sampson? Because I if I'm in his shoes and I'm going to leave, I'm going to take the step to leave. I'm going to go somewhere where I'm going to be the guy. Yep. Well, that or he'll get plenty. Of, Tennessee usually plays three running backs. So yeah, I mean, system Hopple's got. Well, certainly two, and like, is he better than Seldon? Is he better than Seldon? Mm-hmm. Yes. Based on what I've seen, I mean, I watched him in high school, and I, I like I said, I, I kind of. How many years does he have left? He will have two. two? Okay. He no, he should have. He should have three to play three because I think he redshirted this year. Well, he was around for uh, uh, COVID, wasn't he? No, 
Last year, yep. I think, was his true freshman year. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. Because I'm just thinking back to when I saw him. Uh, when he was still at, at Christian Brothers out in Memphis. So he's, and we're still in it with the guy from uh, LSU. Yes, it sounds like that one is trending in the right direction as long as we can convince Campbell to move to right tackle. Well, I suppose that was already in the bag from what I've been reading on the message boards. Of course, you can't believe everything you hear either. <laughs> but, no, yeah, things uh, appear to be going the right way with Hurd. I think they need to move your boy Trevor Duncan over to the offensive line. Just go ahead and make that move. Pull the old Fulmer from the old, old days. Yeah. I know we're short on offensive line. I know we're short on defensive linemen, but you know, after this next season, but I don't know, he just six foot seven, like he just seems like a offensive tackle waiting to happen. But you remember how they would fill holes like that back in the nineties? Oh, yeah. Just flip flopping those guys around. Charles McCray, Anton Davis, I believe. I never saw what in the world Tennessee saw in the, that time pass. Look, he can't play a lick as far as I'm concerned. I just stand up and get blocked. I didn't see him do anything down there. Maybe he's a prospect in one of these days. It's a project, Phil. Well, we don't need projects when we need football players. Hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. <laughs> Tighten up. Let's get Trey in here next. Good afternoon, Trey. You're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Uh, Bear, I got to apologize for my cheap shot yesterday. The first part of Dude, my, my fingers on the crew. button right now. If I <laughs> if I even think you're even thinking about taking a cheap shot at me, you're going for the full ride, bud. I, just Bear, just go I, on. Don't you're not going to come in here. I'm telling you, I'm not even going to let you gloat over how good you got me. Go ahead with your phone call, bud. Welcome <laughs> to the drive, <laughs> or you're gone. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, you wanted my attention. You have my attention, Trey. Well played. I love you. Nicely buddy. done. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, welcome. Anyway. Uh, so I, uh, I, that game last night, I, I put, uh, I put some money on Washington, uh, on the money line. And after the first part of the first quarter, I instantly, I took Michigan 10 and a half. And then I stupidly took them at 17 and a half at another point and then uh, when I saw Penix get hurt I went ahead and threw another hundo and then the cover it was like 14 or something guys did it was it just me or did it just look like Washington was just outmatched again yeah yeah I mean I think that was the takeaways like they were they were hanging in there and throwing their punches and but their best just, offensive weapon couldn't yeah, go. They they just don't have the depth like uh-huh. if they're not 100% healthy against a team like Michigan who has that depth they and that defense has been suspect all season. All long. season, yeah. And it came. In a I was surprised that they were able to hang in it in the second half when it was just punting back and forth, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, well, they got to do the something way that now. Thing started when you start, you know, they opened that yeah. thing up with those two huge runs. Yeah. No, when I, it didn't take it didn't take a lot of game game time for me to realize I was on the the wrong side of the books there. But uh, man, it sucks. I wanted to see Harbaugh lose. I hate that they won. I hate Michigan fans. I hate I hate both Ohio State and Michigan fans. Pretty no, I hate Ohio State fans more. But it, it just I don't know. There's just this arrogance about them. They haven't done anything, and now they have. So they really get to bump their gums until it's vacated. 
But uh, guys, I got a, I got a, a quote from you from the uh, the first morning show with Marcus uh, from yesterday. Uh, he was talking about this is pretty early on in the uh, the first hour uh, about what it's like getting up early, and I quote, "Guys, it's weird seeing how early things get." <laughs> and, I love Marcus. It's my boy. That is an exact word for word quote, oh and I just like, oh, I love that kid. Don't ever change, buddy. But uh, Russ, you're, you're Titans, man. That's that's what I get into this. Like, I'm I'm not a fan. I never will be a fan. But I tell you what, are you not like at least hopeful that they might get a coach that has like a different philosophy? Because they are they are a terribly boring team to watch. Well, I don't think Vrabel necessarily had a super conservative philosophy. I mean, they were when they had it rolling, they were pretty fun to watch. And yeah, when you have Derrick Henry, you're going to lean on a between the tackles run game a lot of the time. But I think Vrabel wanted to score. I just don't think he could. I don't think he had the pieces. His offensive line was in shambles for the past two seasons. His quarterback was constantly getting hurt. And they don't have any wide receivers. Like, what are you supposed to do? No, I, 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 I get it. But I also, at the same time, it just looks like, I don't know. It just looks like boring football, man. Like, I just, I don't. I, I, the NF, I, I don't know. I, I get from you, Trey, and correct me if I'm wrong, I get that you, you're not a big NFL guy. You just don't watch no, a ton no, of pro football. not at all. A lot of the NFL, it's a very homogenized product. It looks the same. All, all, all those offenses look the same, it seems like. It's not like college where it's like, you know, some teams run the spread. Some are a little more pro style. You might see an option team here or there. And everybody's different, like – the Dolphins look a little bit different. The Chiefs might look a little bit different. But more or less, everybody's doing the same stuff. They're running the same plays out of the same formations, and it's just who has better players. Um, So, I mean, that's not I, – I don't have a huge pro- – yeah, I mean, I, I would – I've said today several times I want to go with a young quarterback-friendly coach to develop Levis and, and all that stuff. But, um, no, I – the, the Titans at times, the past two years, have run some pretty exotic stuff. They just don't have good players. Mm-mm. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Occasionally I'll, I'll, I'll tune in, and it, it looks like they've been pretty limited. But uh, hey, on the uh, – Pearsons is the guy from LSU, right? Heard. 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 Valence Heard. Heard. Valence. Heard. Yeah. Uh, um when I checked on three today, it looked like he was a lock for Tennessee. They had us at like ninety something percent. So you can't look at that. <laughs> Nobody knows that, anything. That, yeah, that, until they come that, those, out and announce, and you see the graphic from that kid's Twitter account. Yeah, the percentages don't done. mean anything. You're just looking for the reporters who are either tied in, who have either managed to somehow befriend the kid and are getting their prospects straight from him, or getting their pros- their information from the coaches that are recruiting him or the NIL collectives that are negotiating with him? Yeah. I just, I think that that's, if we can close that, that, that changes my perspective, my perception of, of, you know, how we did this cycle. And I think that gives us a much needed piece. And I, I just, man, I hope we, I hope we close with them. Sounds like we're, we're in good position. I mean, I've, I've, I've Spend a little bit of time today researching it, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm hopeful. But hey, love you guys. I fair, uh, love you, buddy. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank that was, you. That was kind, Trey. Appreciate it. I don't like it when everybody gets along 
on the program. Stay with us. It is The Drive. More Fan Run Radio coming up. The Drive. Fan Run Radio, The Drive continues. Yeah, the last segment, I, I listened to the new morning show and, you know, they're taking calls and John's feeling some kind of way about that and Bob's making him take phone calls and it's kind of awkward. And I think it's funny that Bob's making him do it. I'm, you know, after that last segment between Buzzkill Phil <laughs> and Trey's terrible takes, I think about going full talk sports and just stop t- taking calls. We'll just, I mean, we got four capable hosts now. We'll just do this ourselves. Just spin on. Get into the weeds a little bit, huh? Huh? Yeah. That's it's getting nuts. <sighs> that's, we my started play, off, that's my playing we, field. We started off kind of like a normal day, and then when Geraldo at the end of hour one. Mm. Yeah. That's when we went in the ditch. We Star Wars. Really, yeah, the, the whole Wee Man oh, and Two-Tone Blue call. thing. Yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, was that a, uh, and then Stevie followed it up with an epic all-time bizarro statement of apology. I mean, when the only decent calls you've taken today are TJ the Titans fans and Rubber Toe, I mean, good Lord. Phil, terrible. Trey. A couple of knuckleheads. We do have a caller on hold. Maybe he'll be able to oh, yeah. put us, get us back That's, on track. Uh, yeah, Who this, is here this, to save us? This is uh, bring Westchester. I mean, this might be it. You guys might be listening right now. The last call ever taken on the drive. This is it. Westchester, do your worst. <laughs> Boy, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, guys, before I get to my call, I was thinking, you think we could talk you all into doing two to six instead of three to six? No. The fans demand it. Could y'all, could y'all deliver? No, next question. If if we ever change the time slot, we are going two hours, not four hours. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Because I was thinking, I, I was talking to my boss the other day, and I could get a two-hour lunch from 12 to 2 to do a show with Geraldo, but I don't think I can squeeze three. That's why I was hoping that y'all could – Take that extra hour. Geraldo and Westchester, weekdays noon to two here on Fan Run Radio. I think we could turn the transmitter off and get better ratings. What What do you name that show? Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I'm sorry, Westchester. I, I'm just kind of in a mood now after Buzzkill Phil came in here and it, it just took a big one right all over, <laughs> all over the first block of the drive time hour. That's on me. I've got to be able to fight through that. That's my bad. Can we can we move on? Please. Thank you. Guys, I'm I'm sick of the uh I, I understand you couldn't ask him and I understand you you probably didn't want to ask him and he couldn't answer it anyway, but when the hell is Amy Adams gonna sell that damn team? I mean, is she not the worst owner of any any professional franchise since uh, David Phelps. Tepper would like to have a word. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, Dan Snyder is like, uh, like probably if he wasn't worth billions of dollars, if he was like the rest of us, he borderline felonious type behavior out of under his watch at, at Washington. And no, I mean, she's not the worst. She's a very wealthy woman, and it's her team. And at the end of the day, you know, you, you can't tell. If your boss owns the company, they get the final say, man. She's got to be wealthy. She's married. Have you seen her? What's that supposed to mean? 
Yes. It works both ways with the ugly, ugly rich guys can get married kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, Personal appearance is not not yeah, in bounds, Come Westchester. On, Come on, man. We're yeah. better than that. You're, you're speaking, trying to save callers being yeah. able to call in, and this is what you're talking about. Speaking of personal appearance, I want to congratulate Bear for that's the first time, as long as I've known you, Bear. That's the first time I've seen you in a suit. Uh, you, all the pictures you, in the wedding. And uh, you, you, you rock it, buddy. You're looking pretty sharp. I, I clean up well. You do. Uh, I hope you're back to your khaki shorts and a gray hoodie today. I hope you're back to normal. <laughs> back to oh, jeans on. Wow. He's in the room. I've got jeans on. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, he does it. The gray hoodie, oh, though. You guys, you get nailed it on the gray hoodie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a suit. Got my shorts. <laughs> I almost did, but I, went out, but, but, but I went outside and it was uh, a bit chilly for shorts today. A little too Man, Bear's wearing a, wearing a gray hoodie. He's like saying, I have a beer in my hand. He just kind of assumed that. <laughs> Careful. Guys, uh... I mean, they, they've already they've already done the deed. They've gotten rid of Grable. Now, like you said, we can start the groomers. That's the only way we can salvage something entertaining out of this. I mean, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that he was that bad of a coach. I think is, I think it's, it's continuing front Adam, front office problems, and I just don't think the the Titans are getting the the off the field support they need to succeed. It's been uh, it's been too long since they were successful for me to believe that it's a coach's fault. Well, I mean, yeah, winning one conference game I mean, in two years. That is pretty. pretty well, they're in the playoff. They're in the playoffs in 2021. It was the third year in a row that they're in the playoffs. They were a, a game away from the playoffs last year. So, I mean, it's not like the playoffs are ancient history. I thought one of my big takeaways from our conversation with Lucas is that you know just talking about the culture in the building, the quality of the building itself, the facilities, the vibes, and everything. Like, it's not like this was the Cardinals under the Bidwells, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years ago. This wasn't the Cleveland Indians in Major League. You know, they've, they've got a nice environment that players like to be a part of, and uh, they, they take care of those guys. They're spending the money, okay? I, I don't think it's like she's walking around with her pockets turned out or anything like that. This is the first time she's kind of stepped in it with Titans fans. And she can make it all go away by hiring a great coach and going out there and, and getting the team back in the playoffs next year. Well, they are getting they are getting a new stadium, right? Or is that a yes? A, is that like ground broken? It's happening. I, I believe ground is supposed to break here soon. Shortly, yeah, yeah. yeah like, like they secured, they jumped through all the hoops and all the you know getting it started. The, stuff fu- the funding as as the is, has been kind of a a mess a, a little yeah. bit, but it often is in in these types of things. But so is that. Is that the draw to a new coach? Is you've got a brand new stadium and you've got a, a city that wants to succeed? Well, it's still going to be like two yeah, or three years till that. Twenty twenty-seven. I was wondering about that though. Like if that had any play into the timing of this move. Wonder if she's looking at it and maybe thinking in four years' time we should maybe have a shot at, you know, yeah. maybe Super Bowl. Maybe, I mean, maybe a, a little bit, but I don't think as far as say you're this guy with you're the Lions OC or the Texans OC right now and you're thinking about taking this job you're not worried about the stadium in 2026 sure that's a nice bonus and you want to be the coach there and have it rolling when they move into that stadium but you're looking at Will Levis uh sixth overall pick um and nearly 100 million dollars in, in cap space sure to no, play I, with. I agree that, with that's that. what you're looking at but right she's, now. But she's she's also has to be sure. thinking about filling that place and making it, you know, a venue that people want to go to and watch the Titans play. And I don't I mean, 
they weren't that bad under Vrabel, so it's it's a risk. It's a definitely a big risk by her to take it, especially right now the way she's doing it. I mean, we 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 we're not. I mean, we're pretty serious when we say we believe he's going to be successful somewhere else, right? Like he's not a horrible coach. No, Russ said it earlier, and I saw Schefter had a tweet a little bit ago. Like he's he's a tier one candidate now for available jobs that aren't the Titans. Yeah, this is a Tennessee Tennessee esque uh, football coaching move right here. This is this has a uh, this is Tennessee balls written all over it. We got rid of a possibly you know a tier one coach, and we're going to go get Lord knows who we're going to get. I don't. I'll tell you right now. I, I know it's funny, but I don't want Belichick. I don't no, either. All, yeah, I don't. Yeah. And I think I've considered it more than Baron Houston. But the more I think, the guy's seventy-two years old, and he's just old and crotchety, and it's gotten kind of weird mm-hmm. up there he's not, in, in he's New not, England. He's not going anywhere that he can't win. He's, you know, if he's gonna if he's gonna stick around, he's gonna have a retirement tour where he can get a get a ring or at least make the playoffs or do something. I mean, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna go somewhere where he wants to be. He's not gonna go to another. You know, one and whatever program in the last two seasons. So I mean, that's that's, that's not, not the Titans. The, the Titans. You can win with the Titans. I mean, you're making it sound like the Titans are some kind of massive rebuild. They're not. You're going to go into free agency. You're going to rebuild your. Uh, you're going to draft an offensive lineman. You're going to try and attract a, a handful of quality free agents and go win next year. I mean, this is the playoffs is a realistic goal for the Tennessee Titans next year. This is not a total rebuild. But we're saying that we're, we're trying to talk about the cap space, and that's like, like Brable has anything to do with that. That's the GM and the owner, and it's not the coach. It's not on Brable. I mean, he's not the one signing these players or not signing these players and not using all the cap space, right? Well, yeah, I think that's that might be part why, of the, why he's yeah. packed. I'll just say, I mean, you, you said one win in two. They won thirteen games the past two years. Yeah, one in what is it? One in conference win in the last one, one division win in the last two seasons or something like that. Well, yeah, they. That. They beat the Bills and the Jets this year, so they, they got a couple wins, but you know, yeah, I mean, nothing it's, special. It's, it's, as good as he was when he got here, he had two consecutive years, and you could, what happened happened. I mean, injuries, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons it went as badly as it did, but he did have two consecutive years of just horrendous uh, record. Oh, I don't. The better, I, I the don't better, think the they're horrendous. I, I don't think going seven and ten, six and eleven back to back is horrendous record. They're not good records, but I think what you know when I think of horrendous records, and, and you see this a lot. You see two and three win football teams, and the Titans have been two a two and three win football team by like the these past two seasons were not fun. They were not good records, but. We have seen worse. Yeah. We're, we're not yes. trying to get yeah. Bishop Sankey and Doriel no. Green Beckham out there. No, we're well past that. Westchester, appreciate it, my man. Uh, all right, Westchester didn't do great, but he didn't do poorly enough to never take another phone call again. So we'll we'll, we'll go back to the well. Jamie is next. Good afternoon, Jamie. You're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. I have a great idea for a Titans head coach. Oh I think I know what's coming. <laughs> we're going to trade mics. You want to trade mics? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, Mr. He'll have a job in five minutes. If you fire him, uh, y'all can have him. You guys can enjoy three playoff wins in 10 years. <laughs> You're in the enjoy playoffs whatever. this year. You have a chance. Yeah. You, you guys yeah, you haven't we, had a losing season since you hired this guy. Oh, my goodness, Would dude. you take that trade, Tomlin, for Vrabes, Russ, if they could have made that trade? Think about it. No. Think about it, Russ. You could, you could go 9-8 and eight every year. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty much the same coach. There yeah. are a lot of similarities. 
Both they're both you, you Russ said it earlier. Tomlin's kind of a meathead like Vrabel, Jamie. Defensive minded guys, culture guys. We're sweatpants to work, guys. I'm, I'm not – no, I wouldn't take your guy off your hands. I do think he would have another job real quick, but, like, I'm, I'm ready oh, yeah, to go man. offense just like you probably are. Yeah. You know, there there are franchises out there like the Jets and the Cardinals and the Panthers that would be happy with – I mean, look look at Ron Rivera. He got rehired after leaving Washington. And, and you know, shocker, he sucked at Carolina. Who would have saw that coming? You know, the guy sucks. What he do you did – these people recycle these loser coaches expecting to get something different. It cracks me up. <laughs> I don't understand it. You go to a huh? Super Bowl, you're going to get another shot. And and Ron Rivera went to at least one, right? Um, well, as the coach for the Panthers. The Panthers, Panthers, yeah. Yeah, he I had that one did, appearance with, the, with Cam, right? Yeah, yeah. they lost to the yeah. Broncos, but that was it. Um. Yeah, I I think you know he gets beat Sunday at one. Um, he did say before the last uh, the last game against the Ravens that uh, he was quoted as saying the honeymoon's over. So I'm wondering if he's looking for it to restart his clock. It's a 15 year long honeymoon. Tomlin said the honeymoon's over after 15 years. It's 17. Yeah. God. That's a well, weird thing to say. say. The long honeymoon. He's tired of his old lady's cooking. He's Jeez. going out for a gallon <laughs> yeah. of milk. See you, in a, see you in about 30 minutes, everybody. Golly. Houston, He's leaving it, town. You know what it, it, it reminds me of when Fulmer was asked about some of the uh, the negativity around the fan base uh, after the 05 season. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. I go on the caravan and everybody's positive. And somebody had to remind him that the caravan is not the fan base. Those are people who are paying for access. Mm-hmm. You fat moron. Oh! <laughs> We're working on kick. Easy. Personal oh, appearance goodness. is not show fodder. Always that and the uh, – well, we've, we've won a lot of football around here doing it this way. Oh, gosh, I hate that. We're working oh, on kick. Yeah, but you do have to admit, Jamie, that the you guys over there in the Legion have a hard time realizing that not everybody is as miserable as you guys are with their outlook on it, things and their opinions. What are you talking, you talking about with the Pittsburgh Steelers? No, Tennessee. You remember the Legion of the Miserable? Card me? carrying. Yes. No, Jamie. You, Bear, you and I. Don't, don't Bear, make me you, drag this out of you. Yes. Bear, you, me, and Russ all line up um, on the same line when it comes to this stuff. I'm just the only one with the balls enough to admit it. Y'all, y'all hate losing. Y'all hate being mediocre. Y'all think Barnes is as underachieved in March, and 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 it's it's all you know it. You know it. You just can't. You can't admit it. I can. They call they call that being a man where I come from. So whatever. They call this getting wet where I come from, Jamie. Hit the bricks, big boy. Three out of four. Three out of four. We'll call you seventy-five percent. How you like them apples, biggin? Yeah, go ahead. Take another three-day self-imposed exile from the show. See if anybody notices. We're not taking calls anyway. We're done. We're going full talk sports. No calls. Tired of y'all. We're going to start doing trivia. Tired of this nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Stay with The drive continues. What are, uh, Power rankings coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. The drive.
All right, so let's review. Because I'm <laughs> a glutton for punishment. Yeah, let's go. Let's go through. This. Jamie just got flushed for basically questioning our questioning our manhood. He also uh, reimposed your suspension. By the way, Westchester called Amy Adams strong, ugly, uh, ugly. Trey, what did what did Trey do? Something very uncouth, I'm sure. He apologized to Bear. Mm-hmm. That was kind. He's a punk and a clown. Wasn't his best work. Be kind. I mean, when Tennessee Truth Teller Trey's calls the high water mark of your hour, you know you've put a real crap hour out there. <laughs> yeah. And Phil just getting all angry about the Titans. Phil buzz, was buzz generally Phil. miserable about everything. Uh, Stevie made it weird. Geraldo made it weird. Roberto's okay. Uh, and TJ, the Kentucky fan, was probably one of the better calls of the. I mean, that's why he was the North City livid, though. We don't have Reasonably. to take these calls. We don't have to do this. You know, we can just switch. Uh, we can put we can put all y'all on the morning show. John the morning Bob. show can be the show that takes the calls now. John's ready to kill you right now, wherever he is. And we'll go caller free. That seems to be the trend in the industry. We gave all these morons three or four minutes of time. To get on time here, telling us we're stupid or setting us up for <laughs> dirty, just dirty to, tricks. Just to insult just us, <laughs> insult our teams, our team's owners. Just tell us our general intelligence. How, how awful everything is. At some point, that's on us for continuing to let it happen. You're either coaching it or you're letting it happen. Uh, and also go on other shows at our station, trashing us to them behind our backs. Maybe they're right. Maybe we are morons. Stop and think about it. Yeah, but we don't have to like two-faced people. All right. Are we going to get Zay Lance heard? God, I hope so. That'll shut everybody up, I feel like. It really will. That'll get everyone the warm and fuzzies. I'm still trying to comprehend how they were people with or are actually questioning Ellerby. More than questioning Ellerby. Or they're, ready to, him they're ready to fire him. They're ready to fire him. They are. You think hype will bring Ellerby in and say, listen, Glenn. Either I'm going to have a contract with the name Zaylance on it by this time tomorrow, or you are going to pack your office in. GTFO! He ain't going to do that. That's his guy. Ellerby is his guy on that These, these coaches. And, and probably the best assistant coach we have not named Rodney Garner. These coaches and their O-line, the head coaches their O-line, like Pruitt and uh, uh, Enemy. <laughs> do you really want will to go enemy? back to will enemy it's like uh coach you've surrendered a league high sacks uh you can't run the ball for more than 100 yards and against anybody not named vandy think about making an offensive line coach no will friend is a real good friend of mine he can coach some football cornbread that was a uh that was an mp special right there he was the one that remember uh what was that um Freddie Living Rooms. MP. Yeah, uh, Lloyd is what he call he goes by. He's one of these guys. He has like three different names. The caller Lloyd. I have no idea what's happening right um, well, you're 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 conflating Freddie Kitchen, Freddie Living Room. That was mine. That was my nickname. 
with Will Fr- Will Will Fr- Enemy. Yeah. Will Enemy. Yeah. Freddie Living Room, is that what you call yeah. him? Yeah. Was he? Freddie Kitchens. Was he a good closer? Is that what you mean? Freddie Kitchens? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, now I'm lost. We're just talking about goofy nicknames, and we're not making any sort of value judgment against Oh, I thought you were saying like he was a great recruiter, so they called him Freddie Living Room. I got you. I'm sorry. No. Kitchen, Freddie Living Room because he was bigger than the kitchen. It's <clears throat> not necessarily funny. It's just a joke. Well, inside humor. <laughs> Jokes don't have to be funny, no. guys. They're not on this rules. show. I don't know. I mean – He's putting he's put one guy in the top ten in the draft and the guys I, I want to see some of the kids they've brought in yep, get that's, developed. That, it's that's kinda, the next question mark. Some of the guys that he got in his first year and second year, can he get those guys developed to be I feel like they've got a lot riding on a kid like Umarov. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it does seem in, in in fairness to the naysayers out there, and I'm not in their camp as I made clear yesterday. But there, there are a bunch of guys that we've signed that, like, uh, you know, Messiah Reddick, Brian Grant, um, handful um, of uh, just, one of them transferred was a high yeah, profile so, one that was supposed to be the uh, oh uh, Addison Nichols, Nichols yeah. yeah yeah these guys just haven't panned out for whatever reason on a lot of guys. it feels like the three that they kind of have hope for that that he signed out of high school are Umarov, um, Lang, Bison, Bison Lang. Lang and Aiden Bustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some buzz that he might be salvageable. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that makes me feel great. Point, you know, well, we have some salvageable players still. <laughs> well, we haven't, on the roster. Not we haven't really heard anything super negative about Umar. Umarov yet. We just no, haven't seen him. They just yeah. hadn't seen him. Same with Lang. They wanted him to try to get further along at center, and I guess for whatever reason, he just, he just wasn't ready. We were in a lot more close games this year. Percy Lewis is another name that's out there. Mississippi State transfer, six foot eight, three hundred forty-five pounder. Biggin. Yeah. Scheduled to visit Tennessee Large this weekend. Young man. Not a guy you'd want to see up front if you're a defensive lineman. He's already visited Auburn and Arkansas. Okay. Sounds like he might be a mauler. Like Did he play this past year? Maulers. Road graders. I'll, I'll take maulers. Mauler. I mean, six eight three forty five. You you better be a mauler. It's a bear sized. Either that, or you're just going with the Russell Smith goalie and hockey theory of just the biggest guy. Find the biggest guy we can, and hopefully it'll just take the other team's defensive lineman too long to run around him <laughs> to actually get to the quarterback in time for a sack. Mm. So there you have it. That is our offering this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let's hope we can get back home with all this weather. That was really good, Knox County Schools. Way to way to call off school for for a little. It was a little breezy this afternoon. We didn't want anybody gray. to get hurt. Yeah, mm, you know. No, it's like blue skies and bright sunshine <laughs> right now out there. Wussification of America. Yeah, our kids got an extra nap this afternoon. We used to walk home through ten feet of snow in sub-zero weather. I can remember. Uh, being on a bus coming home from beer, oh, <laughs> freezing our rear uh, ends, freezing off, nothing like snow. Yeah, like and maybe that's why they don't do it anymore. Because looking back, it was it was kind of dangerous being in a yellow bird with Earl Sharp driving. <laughs> that w- that was a constitutional amendment in the eighties. All bus drivers had to be named Earl. I swear, that was his name. I had a bus driver named Burl. 
That's he got me in trouble B- the first time I stole a car. B U R L Burl. Had one of those suits, Burl on the side. It's pretty cool. Never always got us to school on time. It's all you can ask for out of a bus driver. <laughs> For Houston, Bear, Tucker, I'm Russell Smith. Overtime headed your way next right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Rogers Utility.